This is Shop Talk Radio, episode 80. Five tips on setting expectations with your host, Nick Onkin. Welcome to Shop Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, and on this show, we bring you inspiring guests to dive underneath the hood of the creative entrepreneur lifestyle to take your creativity, business, and life to the next level. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Shop Talk Radio, a little mini podcast with your host, myself, Nick Onkin. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about setting expectations. And that's something that I've learned so much about over the last years of my career. And one of the most important things I think you can ever do in business and life, not just business, but in aspects of your life and just clearly communicating with people. And I'm still learning how to do it better and better. Doing this will save you so much time headache and unnecessarily conflict later. Expectations are like ground rules in the game. If everyone is clear, then you don't have to get into he said, she said problems that just cause everyone a lot of stress. I have learned a lot in the last few years of doing business and it's come down to the set of expectations that you create. I recently had a project go completely south because the party that was negotiating the deal didn't set the proper expectations up front. And then when it got to me, there was wrong expectations and it turned into a bit of a disaster. Lesson learned to make sure that the one that is setting the expectations is either you or the person that is doing it knows and is more educated than you are and how your business works and can set the proper expectations. I've definitely learned a lot over the last few years and I have a lot more to learn. So with that being said, here are five tips to setting expectations. These are more oriented towards business, but you can use these concepts and ideas and tips for and many other things. So here we go. Number one, get clear on what you want. You've got to get clear on what you want to accept from the other party. You need to decide what you are okay with going into the deal. For me, most of the time, there is a sweet spot with creativity, exposure, experience, or money. The trifecta of all those is the most ideal, but most jobs will weigh more heavily in the direction of one or two of those and lightly in the others. You've got to decide what makes sense for you and that you feel good going into it. Some jobs I'm okay with taking a smaller fee or even doing it for free because I love the creative and it's something new. Sometimes I'll take it for less money for the experience and or the opportunity to learn. Sometimes the job is great for the money. And that's excellent too. Sometimes you can get good publicity out of a job, but those those jobs you really have to vet. A lot of times I run into jobs where people say they're going to promote me, they're going to credit me, but in the end, their reach really isn't worth taking a lesser fee or no money for the job. I think it's more important to take a job or do it for free if you're going to get some sort of creative value, portfolio value that you haven't had before, or they are offering some sort of production value or access or something like that. Obviously, you always want to get something for yourself going into a project. 
to make it worth your while. And you know, sometimes you'll want to do a project just to give or help somebody out. And that's great too. You've just got to be clear with yourself what it is that you want going into it and what you're okay with as well going into it without any underlying expectations or intentions that aren't stated up front. Bottom line is, Weigh all aspects of the job or deal and get clear on what it is that you want and need. Number two, get clear on what you're going to give. Just as much as you need to get clear on what you want from the other party or client, you need to get clear on what it is that you want to give and deliver to them from actual deliverables to usage, timeline, anything else along those lines. The more clear you get on what you're going to deliver them, you can actually get clear on how you can execute that. Then if a client asks for you something outside of that scope of what you originally defined that you were going to give them, you can identify that it's out of the project scope and you can either charge more or negotiate something out of it. Getting clear on what you are delivering also helps you to properly estimate a project or agreement. Sitting down and listening to what the client needs and wants is going to help you decide what you can and cannot give or create for the expectations and agreement. Get detailed and get clear on what you're going to deliver to them. Number three, outline it in writing. In client interactions and deals, you always should present both sides of expectations in writing. I typically do this in email unless a job is bigger in which we will create a deeper, more in-depth contract with more project details, usage, and a more formal document. That kind of is, it depends on how big the job is, how big the client is, how much is involved, if my agent's involved, so many different things. On the bigger jobs where there's a lot more production or the client's a lot bigger, they're a bigger corporation, my agent will draft a contract estimate that the clients actually have to sign on to proceed with the project. I think smaller deals with friends or just more individuals and email is fine. I mean, it's always good to have some sort of contract in play. And if you can do it, do a contract. I always ask for an email reply and confirmation before proceeding so that you know that they've received and read the outlined expectations and they agree to it uh, because there might be some negotiating that goes back and forth with this. Number four, get written confirmation of receipt. And as I mentioned just above here, it's crucial and essential that you get an email reply confirmation that they've received and read your outline of expectations uh, because you can go back through it. They understand. They know. They, they've read it. Sometimes emails go to spam or get lost in translation. You never know. You never want to start a job or project without both parties being clear and good to go on what you guys have set forth and agreed. For the bigger jobs, create a contract estimate where both parties have actually signed and dated the contract. That is binding so that if things come up or anything happens or there's a discrepancy, you guys can go back to the contract and know that you were both clear on it from the very beginning. And also, you always have the contract or email to go back to and refer back to to know what was expected of you, what you need to deliver, and what the client needs to deliver. Number five, 
under promise and over deliver. This is something that I always love and, and I try to do as much as, as I can and as much as possible. I always try to set a great level of delivery and set a good level of expectations, but not too high so that when I do deliver, I can deliver a little bit more and it becomes above and beyond. It's a surprise and delight to the client. I always like to give my friends or friends of friends something more than I would give a normal client, but also let them know ahead of time that I don't usually do that. That way, in the end, they know that they're getting something above the normal set of expectations and it gives them a better feeling when they leave. Think about one of those times where somebody is giving you a set of expectations and then they delivered more. And it just gives you a different perception of who they are. And for me, I get even more grateful and appreciative of them when I know that they're, they're exceeding the expectations that were given. It creates a higher perceived value of them for me. This is something I try to do as much as possible. I don't always get to it, but most of the time I do. I, I like to set expectations that I can exceed as much as I can. So there you have it, my five tips on setting expectations. I'd love to hear your tips or ideas on setting expectations. So feel free to tweet or comment over on Facebook or comment on the post at shoptalkradio.com slash EP80. And I'd love to hear how you set your expectations with your clients as well. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love it if you could help me out by leaving a good review over on iTunes, sharing this episode with your friends or anybody you think that may need to hear it. Also, go and sign up for my weekly newsletter. You can get all the podcasts and other cool things happening in your inbox every week from me. You can do that at nickonkin.me slash free. And you also get a ebook that I've created with my photography gear arsenal and also podcasting and other software and, and other productive goodies uh, that I use here in the office. So with that, go out, create your life by creating every small moment. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.